Hello and welcome back to Season 8, Episode 10 of Movius Ministries Podcast. This is your friend Josiah. I'm so glad that you guys are here today to listen to a journal that I'm going to share with you. I'm going to get really, really vulnerable in this one, you guys. Um, share some deep stuff about my week. I am going to go into a moment of confession of sin. So just in that moment that you would pray for me and that you would restore me gently. Um, you know, as James 5.16 states and Galatians 6.1 states, as I've said those verses many times, and I love those verses, and I continue to put those things into practice uh, when someone confesses sin to me. Um, so let's open in prayer, you guys, and then I'm just going to dive right in and just uh, tell you guys how my week was. Father, it's been another week of <clears throat> mental trials and growing in wisdom, intimacy with you. Father, I pray that this episode today would just bring you glory for everything that you've done for us. God, that it would touch people's hearts. You would you would show people more of their character, that the truth would set them free today, God. Jesus, I thank you for just the humility you show to the Father and how we are to just do the same. I pray for those who were just always feeling like they have, they're they they're just running around and they don't know how to rest. God, show them what type of season they are to be in right now. God, you know the ones who are struggling. Lord, you examine our minds. God, just show us more of why we think the way we think sometimes. Help us to not have preconceived thoughts of people, of judgment or criticism. God, that our minds would just not have judgmental thoughts about people, that we wouldn't assume things about people. Change our hearts, renew our minds. Give us the wisdom we need. Help us to not lean on man's wisdom and man's opinions of certain subjects of things, God, that we would focus on what your word says, what you personally say to us, God. Help us to uh, chase wisdom and seek fresh insights and stay close to lady wisdom and brother insight. I pray for those who are suffering, God, whether it's mentally, emotionally, God, that you would heal their souls, heal their hurts, habits, and hang-ups. Change their hearts, God. Cast demons out, God. If there's people that are listening to this that have demons, God, I just pray deliverance over them. 
that our faith would grow as it's tested through fire. Lord, rid us of our spiritual pride. Get rid of it. I thank you that the season that we're in right now is right where we need to be, God. Lord, just have your way in every every, in every way on today's episode. Just touch people's hearts, please. Help me say the right things, God. Help me to be very careful in what I say. For there is a greater judgment on people that are teachers. And I thank you for that, God, so that teachers can grow more into humility. God, whenever we just hear wisdom and we think, oh, what about this? What about that? God, help us to just like push away people's opinions that aren't true. God, the things that we've heard that are not true, please refine us of that, get rid of it, and help us just to walk in complete truth. Help us to not walk into things that look right, for there is a great deception coming. Lead me today, Father. Touch people's hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, shocker. I forgot my daily verse, so hang on one sec, guys. (laughs) Okay. Obviously, um... You guys know that today's Sunday, so I hope that uh, whether you watched church online or you went to church or you, you went to a home church, whatever you did, I hope that today you just, um, that you just, uh, you just grew in the Lord today, that you seeked fresh insights and asked the Lord, what about this? Because this seems right, this seems wrong. Show me what's right. Show me what's wrong based on the wisdom that you learned today so far. So here we go. The verse of the day today on Movius Ministries is some of us uh, know this passage very well. Some of us don't. That's okay. It is Romans 8, 38 through 39. This is Paul writing, and he's saying, I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now that part right there where it says, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord, I don't completely understand. I don't have too much wisdom on how, like, that kind of, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, but I'm saying, you know, there's just something there that I haven't learned yet. Um, but you guys, um, this is literally like, just kind of like I said, some of you guys might have heard it on another episode that I, that I, another one of my episodes where I'm like, who are we to not believe, uh, what, what like, who, who are we to not believe what God says we are, that we're loved, that Um, that we're made in the image of God. I'm trying to be very careful in what I say, you guys. Um, just who are we to not believe what God says about us? Honestly, like I've said, that's pride. We don't want to humble ourselves and say, okay, God, what, actually, what, what you actually say about me is true. And I'm going to pray that God you would help me to see that and that it would bring more humility to my heart okay so um 
to start my journal. I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have a bunch of stuff I'm going to share with you guys. And some of you guys uh, have heard uh, previously on my other episodes recently uh, that I did have a dream from the Lord um, on Tuesday night. So on, if I look at my calendar here, on the 17th, uh, I had a dream from God. And it was very, very, it's about end times. It's not very... Um, not very descriptive, but it's just uh, scary. So here we go. And we'll talk about that at the end. But the first thing I want to share is uh, this week I definitely struggled with deep anxiety about finances uh, being paid for schooling and then it was paid for. So you guys, uh, earlier last week, I uh, have a fa- I had a Facebook fundraiser to pay for my schooling and I had just like four days left. Uh, to kind of like uh, bring some more money in on my fundraiser. Now, of course, people can still make donations even if I don't have the Facebook fundraiser, but I needed about like like $1,800 left, 1900 And I go on my Facebook one day and I was having a lot of anxiety. Like I need this money and I, you know, I can't, I, I don't remember, I don't remember if I prayed about it, but anyway. I go on my Facebook and a very generous friend of mine donated $1,600. I literally, I got my MacBook right where it is right now here on my black flat table here. And I literally am like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? And my jaw drops and my schooling is now paid for. Another friend of mine named Marquise donated $100. So Marquise, Joshua, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. Everyone, if you're listening to this and you donated, thank you. If you didn't, there's no, I'm not, you know, putting favoritism out there. No. Um, but I just, I'm just so grateful that, you know, my schooling is all paid for and I'm incredibly grateful. I'm just waiting for the money to now come into my bank account to then obviously pay for uh, school. Number two, um, I continued to struggle with always being skeptical of people's attitudes, decisions, and things people say. This could be a moment of confession of sin right now. So I wonder if these are things God is revealing uh, to me when he searches my heart like David talked about and just seeing if it if, if this is more refinement as well Sometimes it just be like when I'm out and about you guys and I would just like I would just see the way people act and I'd be like, why are they doing that? Why are they doing this just all these like like skeptical of everything and I'm like god It's so I don't know why but it's painful when I think of that and I'm like, okay, maybe this is just more refinement And I think all that matters in that moment is like, God is like, am I going to bring it to the Lord? That's what he's looking at what I'm going to do. Am I going to be aware and say, okay, God, there's something going on right now. And I don't know what it is, but I'm just, I'm just humbling myself before you right now. What, what do I need to know? Give me wisdom. What do I need to know right now? What, what am I supposed to do? Honestly, guys, I really think that's kind of like what the Lord was really going after in those moments. And, um, Maybe that, again, that just, maybe that means that he's searching my heart, but you know, I'm not going to get super into depth on that because that's, you know, just between God and I, but number three, I'm, I wrote down, I'm sick and tired of also looking at others' lives and judging their decisions based on how I have done things. I look at the way like people do things like, like they're faced with a decision and then they do something. And then I look at my life and I go, Oh, well I did this and you should do that. Oh my gosh, it's so wrong. I think it could very possibly be the Lord refining me of spiritual pride or arrogance. Um, I just like, I'm sick and tired of it. Like, I made this, uh, 
I made this uh, st status on Facebook last night, and I let me just I can't really let me, let me pull it up real quick. Um, I'm gonna log in real quick, and I'll find it. Here we go. This is what I this is what I wrote last night. So let me just read that other. Let me re, let me read that again. I'm I'm really getting sick and tired of looking at other people's lives and judging their decisions based on how I have made the same made a different decision on the same situation. If that makes sense. So I made this status on my Facebook that says, "Stop judging other people's relationship with God and instead put your faith into action and pray for their intimacy to grow with God in that weakness." If you see someone's life and they're doing something wrong that you th that, that, that that you have learned wisdom about about oh they should do this about where they're at don't just look at them and just judge them like oh they should be doing this no pray about that and maybe this is like a moment where like you're like oh, I don't want to it's like maybe that's having the form of godliness but denying its power maybe it is maybe it isn't I'm willing to not you know put that into stone but say that that's a consideration you should talk to God about. Take this all to God. Everything, listen, you guys, everything I ever say on this, on, on my podcast, um, not everything's going to be true. And that's not me saying, oh, well, I'm just going to go ahead and say whatever and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm, like I said at the beginning, I'm, I'm being very careful in what I say. And I'm, I'm behind the scenes in my time with God, like saying, okay, God, show me what's wrong that I believe. Show me what's right. And you guys should be doing the same and saying, oh, well, I heard Josiah say this one time and, and that one time. And I heard this pastor say this and that pastor say this. And I'm so confused, God. Like, okay, first time forward, don't believe everything you hear. So when you see someone in their relationship with God and it seems like there's something flawed, pray about that, that they would grow in the Lord in that. So I hope that makes sense to you guys, but here we go. Point three, I am also I am so so glad I have seen huge growth in having self-control over uh, impure erotic thoughts. Yes, I have had moments where uh, the thoughts get very heavy and hard to get out. In these moments, I simply remember who it is I'm talking to when I pray for help. Not letting my mind wander, and if it is, I pray about that. Paul says to pray about everything with thanksgiving. Psalm 100 says to enter his courts with praise. And Psalm 89 says, blessed are those who know the passwords of entering praise. So you guys, a lot of these moments where the, I, I, I feel erotic uh, thoughts come in just at the most random situations. You know, some of us know that when the enemy attacks, it's at the most, it's when we don't expect it. And it's when we go, okay, God, I don't want to have these thoughts. I hate these thoughts. Help me to hate it as much as you do. Some of you guys might kind of be like, does God really hate? Read Proverbs 6. Go go listen to my Proverbs 6 message I just did on my podcast. It's a long message, but grow in wisdom. That's why you're here. That's why you're growing. Whether you have a relationship with God or not, listen to it anyway. Listen to it anyway. It talks about seven things that God hates. We can't put God in this box of like, oh, he's such a loving God. Yeah, he is. We like we just read that at the beginning of Romans 8. Like, yes, but anyway, 
I'm just really grateful that I've seen more self-control in uh, pushing those thoughts away. Just, you know, um, it's just like, it's like that verse. I've not been given a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and self-control. So, um, you know, but I remember that verse in, I think it's 2 Corinthians 4, where it says these trials that we're having, it's it's renewing our spirit every day. So, and then Paul also says, um, he says that there's never a day when God's unfolding grace is not being poured out. Here we go. Um, my next point, I am also learning how to just sit and relax when I am uh, just not having a whole lot going on in one day or in a moment. Um, a lot of this stuff, that's really hard for me to do to where sometimes it's hard just for me to sit and relax and enjoy the moment because I grew up with you know, dad, if you are listening to this, I don't know if you listen to my podcast, but dad, I'm not saying this to shame you, but that I would just say it to receive healing and that you would seek a fresh insight and grow in this wisdom. Um, but you guys, I, uh, sometimes I'd be at home and my dad would just like barge in the door and everything would have to be focused on him. And it was just, it gave, it, it, it was hard for me just to relax instead of thinking like my dad could come in the door any minute and everything just like has to stop. And I, I've definitely kind of carried that with me here to California now. Um, and it sucks. Like, it's it's hard. It's hard sometimes. Just like on a Sunday. Like, my, my Sundays are my most relaxed days, right? I go to church. I talk with my friends. I call, you know, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, my family. And I watch football on Sunday. How football's right around the corner. And I'm really excited about that as well. I got a, starting a, starting to do a fantasy football league with my friends soon. Um, but... Sometimes it's hard for me just to sit and relax and I'm really learning how to just be able to just be like, you know, God, help me to just learn how to relax right now. What do you want me to do right now? So next point. Um, hmm. Just reading this point. Hang on, guys. Okay. So I've definitely had a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety this week on when I become a pastor, am I going to be able to remember the right things to say? And I've talked to the Lord about this this week. And once I said this to him, once I said like, Lord, I'm really scared about saying the right things when I become a pastor one day. Um, I heard the Lord answer me and say, did I forget to tell Moses what to say when he went to go free the Israelites? Or did my Holy Spirit not give Peter john and paul and the others to say when writing the letters for the churches when i was also behind the scenes working on the bible to be created so i could then speak to my people even more when i bring my word into play it just hit me so hard you guys i was like these are moments like okay I, and this is this is another revelation i got Sometimes we have these thoughts and these questions in our head that just run and we think that it's us actually talking to God when it's really not. This is my experience. This might not be true for all, for everyone, but this is my experience where I have those thoughts running that make it look like I'm asking God questions, but I'm really not. And when I do then confess it, I hear the Lord speak every single time, every single time. Sometimes, you're, sometimes your mind just runs. You're like, God, I don't know where to start with words. And he's like, that's okay. These are moments where you're just like, God, my mind is running and I don't know where to start. 
and you just say, God, help me right now. Help my mind be steadfast on you right now to not think about anything else. And God, say, God, if my mind's like wandering, please help me with that. Whatever you're doing right now, please just help me. I humble myself before you right now. So, um, I've just got uh, three last three points that I want to share. Um, some of you guys know about this. Um, move my microphone. Um, some of you guys know about this girl that I met um, a while ago, and how we've just uh, been really hanging out a lot, and we had a thing going. Anyway, her and I just uh, we kind of just had to. Um, we just kind of had to. Her and I are moving on. Um, her name is Jaina. Um, she's just... I like her a lot. And I've been... Last night, we just kind of... Um, last night, we, I, just, I just had a lot of pain. A lot of emotional pain. And... It's just, you know, it, it's hard. I... I I'm not going to get into depth about how I'm feeling. That's another thing. Like, I'm really sick and tired of also feeling like I have to tell everyone everything that I know. And it is painful, you guys. All i got to say is that, you know, moving on is going to be very hard. We go to the same school together. Um, my school starts September 7th, so I'll be in separate classes than when she'll be going to school. Um, I'm just, like, really focusing on what God wants me to learn this year and that... Um, It's just hard, you guys. I like her a lot, and I've, I've, I, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten on my face before God and just saying, like, I, 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 I want her to be the one. I like her so much, God, and she just, you know, she's got some maturing to do. So do I. I, I'm, I'm, I am just as flawed. I, my righteous deeds are nothing but filthy rags. Like, you guys, please. It's just I've, I've been dealing with a lot of pain. It's like I, you guys. I've probably heard how I had the situation happen with a girl named Michaela that I really liked and I had to move on from her and then she started dating my friend who I was hanging out with as at the time and it was just painful like I'm just moving on from this hurt I have all these feelings and all this pain in my heart and I'm just like trying to like I'm, I'm trying to give you thanks throughout this God I'm trying to praise you I'm tr it's so hard though I'm like, this is where I just got to, the least I can do is just keep going back to my word. Keep having time with him. Keep giving him my heart. Keep focusing on what the, everything the Bible says about my emotional health, about what he says about me, about what, about what the Bible says about trials. Just putting those things into practice. Going back to God. You know, I, I've been going back and using this app called Pause. You guys, if you have not heard of it, it's a great app. Go check it out. Um, it's by a guy, a guy named John Eldridge, uh, who I think has writ written a few books. You guys might've heard of him. Anyway, just go check out the pause app. I've been getting back into it and, uh, just using it more. And it really, really helps you guys. It's very simple. He doesn't over spiritualize things. It's very good. Go check it out. So, um, Jaina is just, she's been going through a lot of emotional healing and it's been back and forth between, Hang on. Um, 
just pray that God would show her what she's been feeling. Just ask God that he would give her wisdom. Just just please, guys, please, let's put our faith into practice because I've been praying for the body of Christ as well. Like, let's just, let's, what are we doing behind the scenes in our lives with God? Okay, you could be watching porn, but are you confessing that sin to someone? Are you confessing that sin to God? Are you, I mean, are you telling him about the grief and the pain that you might be dealing with? Are you are you saying, God, what what wisdom am I missing? What what do I what am I missing right now? You are God infinite in all your ways and have a wisdom that I could never completely be able to comprehend because you're so infinite, but you can give me what I can handle based on wisdom. So please just be praying because it's incredibly painful, you guys. And I will say today that um you know, as I'm just moving on, I have definitely, God's given me peace. I, uh, I didn't go to church this morning. I just wanted to watch something on YouTube and I, I went on, um, YouTube on my, on my Xbox. And I, um, I said, I said, Lord, what do you, who do you want me to listen to today? And I, my, my heart, like I, I love Francis Chan. I love his stuff. I've been watching a little bit of Mike Bickle over the past couple of days, but I've just felt him say, go listen to Rick Warren. If you guys have not listened to his stuff and you know, if you've heard people say like, give criticisms about like, gosh stop hanging on to people's wisdom based on what they've said about people about situations about things in the bible first john 4 not everything you hear is going to be true i'm not mad i'm not i'm just like you guys like we, we cannot, like the Lord's been teaching me this week, like stop resting in your own wisdom based on what you think sounds right is true. We've gathered all this wisdom and what we think is true, or even if we're just confused about it and go, God, everything, like just take that to God and say, show me where I'm wrong. Show me where I'm right. And help me to walk in complete truth. You know, if you read 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, a lot of the stuff that John writes about is about walking in complete truth. <sighs> you guys. So anyway, I, I, I watched a message by Rick Warren this morning. and Having those critical thoughts towards people. I would just be very, very careful about that. Take it to God. Like, we think we know what's right. Because here's the thing. If we're at a church service, and we're at a, we're at a church service, and we're worshiping, or we're listening to a, to a sermon, and God comes to us and says, there's things you don't know. If you're surprised or like, really? That's a problem. That's pride. It's arrogant. You're resting in your own wisdom instead of saying, God, this is stuff that I've learned. Show me what's right and what's wrong. There's just stuff we don't know, you guys. There's things we don't know. You can't keep resting in your own wisdom. You can't keep resting in seeing what, in resting in what seems to be right. And my next point I want to talk about is the dream that I had on Tuesday night. It was very simple. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it once. I'm not gonna repeat myself. I'm, I have a really big problem with that because I fear if people are really listening. Paul writes about I think it's uh, somewhere in First or Second Timothy chapter four where it talks about people um, will want to hear messages that 
doctrines that tickle their ears. People are going to pretty much, pretty much Paul is saying people are going to want to listen to what they want to hear. They're just going to go to pastors and ministries and, and, and doctrines that sound right. Some of us know the scriptures where Paul, I think it's either Paul or Peter that talk that talks about there's a there, there will be a great deception before Christ returns. There's going to be certain doctrines that sound right, but they're really it's re- it's 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 incredibly deceiving and when you're being deceived you don't know it. And the dream that I had was seeing thousands of people being deceived. Thousands. And I, I, in the dream, I'm, 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 in, I, I'm looking at it as if I'm in the perspective, in the perspective, not being, but in the perspective of the Holy Spirit, looking at all the people who are being deceived. I was in class Wednesday, and the Lord just reminded me, like, I don't know, we're like, you had a dream last night. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right. Time goes by. We go into our next class, we go into a different room, and I start to get teary-eyed of like, I cannot believe this is actually happening. Like, why does it have to get bad towards the end, God? And the one part of wisdom that I had that could be true, could could not be true, is that God is testing us to see whose faith is really true. Jesus said, when I come back, will I find faith on the earth? I think that's founded somewhere in Luke, but... Who's going to be faithful till the end? I want to be. And so I, I shared, I, I, I did a Facebook live video and I shared the dream that I had. Um, I shared the dream that I had and um, I'm trying to remember what I said. The only way we are not going to be walking into ways of doctrines of devils doctrines that are going to be that that are just like deceitful that there's a great deception you guys and the only way we're going to be able to grow in wisdom and and discernment and not walking into these things is doing proverbs 1 and 2 where solomon is saying make brother insight and lady wisdom your attributes your people that you're following now he's now what i've heard and what i've what i what i think lady wisdom and brother insight is is just a metaphor that's what i've heard i don't know if i don't know if that's true i don't know if that's an angel or if it's whatever whatever solomon is saying make these things your insight make these things that you're following it goes on let me just let me just read it let me just go to it real quick So there's a great deception, guys. That's all I saw in the dream was that there's a great deception and many will follow it and many will fall away from the faith. Here we go. Proverbs 1, 7, starting with verse 7. Start with God. The first step in learning is bowing down to God. Only fools thumb their noses at such wisdom and learning. Verse 8, pay close attention, friend, to what, to what your father tells you. Never forget what you learned at your mother's knee. It, it like okay i'm just gonna okay i'm just gonna keep reading because this is this is how we're not gonna be deceived is if we do what proverbs 1 and 2 says wear their counsel like flowers in your hair like rings on your fingers dear friend if bad companions tempt you don't go along with them if they say it let's go out and race some hell let's beat up some old man mug some old women let's pick some 
like to pick some clean and get them ready for their funerals. He's just saying, like, don't don't follow these people that are always trying to do bad things. Don't follow these people that are trying to do sinful things. For, let's go to verse 20. It says, Lady Wisdom goes out in secret. Sorry, I read that wrong. Lady Wisdom goes out in the street and shouts. At the town center, she makes her speech. In the middle of the traffic, she takes her stand. At the busiest corner, she 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 calls out simpletons. How long will you wallow in arrogance, you cynics? How long will you feed your cynicism, you idiots? How long will you refuse to learn about face? I can revise your life. Look, I am ready to pour my spirit on you. I am ready to tell you all I know. As it is, I've called, but you've turned a deaf ear. I've reached out to you, but you've ignored me. Since you laughed at my counsel and made a joke of my advice, how can I take you seriously? I'll turn the tables and joke about your troubles. What if the roof falls in and your whole life goes to pieces? What if catastrophe strikes and there's nothing to show for your life but rubble and ashes? You'll need me then. You'll call for me, but don't expect an answer. No matter how hard you look, you won't find me. Because you hated knowledge and had nothing to do with the fear of God. Because you wouldn't take my advice and brush aside all my offers to train you. Well, you've made your bed. Now lie in it. You wanted your own way. Now how do you like it? Don't you see what happens, you simpletons, you idiots? Carelessness kills. Complacency is murder. First pay attention to me and then relax. Now you can take it easy. You're in good hands. Chapter 2 talks about making insight your priority. And that's just uh, one title for that chapter, um, for chapter two. You guys, so I'll just read a little bit of chapter two, and, and then I'll elaborate on this. Good friends, take heart to what I'm t- this is This is Proverbs 2, verse 1. Good friends, take heart to what I'm telling you. Collect my counsels and guard them with your life. Tune your ears to the world of wisdom. Set your heart on a life of understanding. He just goes on and on and on. You guys go read it for yourself. But Proverbs 1 and 2 is just talking about not walking in the ways of the wicked, but walking in the ways of wisdom and insight and and, and wisdom and all that stuff. The only way we're not going to be deceived is is if we follow Lady Wisdom and follow Brother Insight. Now, you guys, this is not me being motivated out of a fear of man right now, but out of putting wisdom into practice and showing you my motive as I say this, say all this, I'm not saying these things to fear you or get you on edge of like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to hell. No. God is so rich in mercy. And like Peter says, God is, this is, this is, this like we, we've got to realize that this verse is actually true. That this is actually a desire in God's heart. That it says that he wishes that none would perish, but that all would come to repentance. There's other versions that go deeper into that. If you want to understand that verse in a deeper way, you should look at the Amplified Version. But you guys, there's a great deception coming. And when you're being deceived, you don't know it, obviously. Or it wouldn't be deception. It wouldn't be deceiving. And the only way we're going to be able to be able to know what's right and what's wrong is not by listening in what sounds right, but saying, okay, God, I learned this wisdom today. Please just be like, God, you know the wisdom that I learned today. 
You know everything that I've heard. Just show me what's right and show me what's wrong. I, I This is something I've been praying as well, you guys. And, you know, if your motive is out of fear, then I think you should address that with God and say, God, you know, I, I think, you know, if you are doing it out of fear, just be like, God, I'm, 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 I might be saying these out of fear, but help me to, help my motive be good. You know, Proverbs talks about man sees his ways as pure, but the Lord looks at our motives. So, we can look all wise and cool and look at me, I know all these Bible verses, but what's your motive behind it? That's convicting for me too, you guys. It's something that I'm really, you know, piece by piece learning right now. So, um, as I'm recording, we're on 37 minutes. So, if you've been listening to this whole thing, I really appreciate it. If you haven't, that's fine. You know, it's the Lord's will you're following, not mine, for, for your life. Last point, um, I've talked about this on other episodes, but the enemy really just puts in hundreds and not hundreds, but just tons of questions and doubts that flood my mind about the Bible and the enemy making uh, making me just doubt what God says in his word. It's hard. It's painful. In these moments, I just, I just consider it all joy and say, God, you see what's going on in my brain right now. And I trust you. I fear you. I need your help right now. You know, if it brings me back to my knees, praise God. That's so, so good. James 4.10, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. In the message version, it says, get on your knees before the Lord. It's the only way you'll get back up on your feet. So, um, I'm trying to see if I kind of forgot anything. You know, the Lord just, again, he's been really teaching me to not rest in, the own, in my own wisdom that I've learned. That seems to be right. Saying, God, show me where I'm wrong. And there's definitely been times where there's some doubt that's been put in there. And I'm like, God, I don't want to struggle with doubt. I surrender my doubt to you, God. Help me to surrender. Help me to trust you right now. If you're struggling with just feeling a million things at once, just say, God, like my emotions are everywhere right now. And I'm struggling so much. Please help me. If there's any demons that you have, like you just be like, God, drive them out of me. For those of you that feel like you're lost, you don't know what's going on. God, I just pray that you would touch them. Come down to where they're at. I thank you that you're with them, God. That you've always been with them. Humble us, God. Lord, I pray for this episode that I've done today that we would just rest in peace, God. We would Lord, you finished it all. God, help me to just like, help me with my fears, my worries, my, my emotions. You know me better than I know myself and I trust you. Thank you for the trials. Thank you for the uncomfortability. 
Show us what's right, show us what's wrong, help us to walk in complete truth, God. But that you are passing along to us, whatever you're teaching us, God, you're not expecting us to know everything. That's why you do that that's why you're showing us thing piece by piece. I pray for the peace of the Holy Spirit to just be surrounded in the person's heart. If there's any sin they haven't confessed, Lord, I confess it right now to you. Lord, just subdue the corruption of pornography. Bring it to an end, God. Lord, I pray for my sister Melinda. Whatever she needs, God, give it to her. Soften her heart, renew her mind, heal her of her soul, of her hurts, habits, and hang-ups. I pray for my friend Brandon. God, that you'd humble him. Help him to control his tongue, to not be offended, but to rejoice in correction. I pray for my friend Dave, God, that his intimacy would grow with you, that the word, that your word would just be so deep in his heart. I just keep, you guys, I just feel so, so deeply in my heart right now that God is just saying, I just want you to keep coming back to me. I want you to keep going back to your word. I, when you have time with me, put on some instrumental music to remember how infinite he is, to embrace his sovereignty to surrender your fears. The reason why the enemy plants fear in your mind is because he doesn't want you to know how big your God is. He doesn't want you to embrace his sovereignty. He doesn't want you to know that you really can trust him. The enemy knows how big God is. Lord, we trust you in every situation in our lives, in our finances, our relationships, the healing you're bringing us. Let's just grow in wisdom, God. Anyone struggling with stubbornness, God, that you would convict their hearts and bring healing and restoration and the fruits of the Spirit would grow. Give us wisdom, God. Give us insight. We humble ourselves. We will not rest in our own wisdom. You would learn how to control our tongues, that the words of the wise are measured. Humble me right now, Father. Let the fear of the Lord, the reverence of God, the awness of God, Lord, that they would be so deep in our hearts. For those that have been hurt by the church, God, restore their hearts, restore their minds, come back to them and show them who they are. The things that are wrong about you that have been planted in people's minds, Lord, get rid of it. 
In Jesus' name, amen. One last thing I want to share you guys and something that I've struggled with um, this week is this spirit of like... Um, The thing that I've struggled with a little bit this week is getting back into performance. Sometimes I'll just be like, I've been watching this TV show, All American, and it's a good show, but um, I just got done watching um, uh, Outer Banks season two. It's really good. Um, this is a long journal. If you're still listening to this, thank you. If you haven't, it's fine. There's no no shame, no nothing. It's fine. Um, what was I saying? Crap. There's been like when I'm when I'm when I'm sitting and and it's like just like I said before, it's hard for me just to sit and relax. Like there, I'll just be sitting and relaxing. Even even when I'm like reading my Bible, there'll just be like thoughts in my head of like, oh well, you're not praying right now. You're not you're not getting on your knees enough. You're not doing this enough. You're not doing that enough. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. Like, I don't see that being the Holy Spirit. Like, we think God is this punishing God. Like, okay, I get it. Read Revelation. His wrath is coming. His judgment is coming. But again, we can't rest in our own wisdom. Every thought we can read, like, okay, you can you can hear, you can, like, okay, I'm just going to pull a random verse, like, 1 Corinthians 5, 2. Okay, I don't know what that verse is, but let, we just hear this verse, we hear it, and we go, we have this thought in our mind that, that might be true or might not. And we can't just take that and go, okay, that sounds right. Because it might be gratifying the spirit. It might be gratifying the flesh. But two years might go by and you might hear that same verse. And you're going to have a different thought that goes through your head. And I'm not saying that, that that thought's right or wrong. But that we, like it says, we have to take every thought captive. And if you feel like you're just being overwhelmed with like all this stuff. And God's like, here, take this, take that. Like... Just be like, God, I'm overwhelmed. Like, I feel like you're throwing so much at me and help me. Maybe, maybe, you know what? And maybe like God's doing that to bring you to that point to reassure you of what you need to know and where you need to be. Maybe. I don't know. Don't take that. Take everything. I, and I, when I say everything I say, I mean everything I say. Take it as a grain of salt. So... Um, get ready for this Tuesday. I'm not going to be doing a Proverbs, you know, we just did Proverbs 6, so I would be doing Proverbs 7, but I feel something different on my heart to uh, talk on Proverbs 7. So you guys, I I'm not going to share with what it is. Um, it's going to be a particularly a very heavy subject. Um, there is one person that knows what I'm going to talk about. That's a whole other story, but please just pray for me, you guys, that the Lord would just give me the right wisdom to speak on, on Tuesday. So get ready for the, for the study that we're going to do on Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, just go and be with God. Just go and be with him. Do things today. They're going to keep you busy. And I want to say one more thing today. I am actually seven months free of pornography and I'm just incredibly grateful. Um, you know, I've had relapses, I've had mess ups, and it's hurt it, but the Lord has used it all for good to change my heart, renew my mind, help me to learn my lesson, and uh, that it's 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 not his anger that does that 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 leads me to repentance, but it's kindness. Thank you so much for listening to today's journal on Movius Ministries. This is your friend Josiah. God is with you.